Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the FT Money Show. Brought to you by Investors Chronicle and FT Money. Hello and welcome to the FT Money Show. I'm Matthew Vincent, editor of the Investors Chronicle, enjoying a precious few minutes outside of the office, uh, just down from Southwark Bridge, in fact, on the banks of the Thames. And together with my colleagues from FT Money, who sadly can't be with me because they're too busy working, I aim to bring you the financial lowdown in downloadable form. So, coming up in today's programme, we have the long and the short of long-short funds. What are they and why are so many fund managers now launching them? Can investing in climate change make a difference to the planet and to your pocket? And stub it out and save money. How giving up smoking in time for the smoking ban can cut the cost of your insurance. And if you've got a subject that you'd like us to tackle, you can email your questions to ask.ftyourmoney at ft.com. But first, this week's money news. And it's been a busy time on the stock market of late, so I spoke to Oliver Ralph from Investors Chronicle back at the FT's HQ. So, Oliver, what's the big story for investors right now? Well, there's a couple of developments in the consumer sector. The first comes from Cadbury Schweppes, large confectionery maker. They've announced a big reorganisation this week. They're going to cut 7,500 jobs, they're going to close 10 factories, and they're going to drop Schweppes from their name. The reason for all this is that although sales at Cadbury Schweppes are doing okay, their profit margins aren't very good at all. Their, their margins are only 10%. Other food makers get 15%. So this is all part of a big effort by the company to improve profit margins. So the, the fizz has come out of their share price. Will this move sweeten things for anyone? It might do, but not as much as another move they're making will sweeten things. The, the company is also going to split off its uh, American drinks business, hence the reason for cutting Schweppes from its name. What analysts think is that this will make the whole group more vulnerable to a bid, so the share price has held up remarkably well. And what's your recommendation on the shares right now? I'd keep hold of them and wait and see what happens. We will watch this space. Um, And what about the people who sell Cadbury's chocolates and uh, the fizzy drinks they're getting rid of, the retailers, the supermarkets? What news of them? Not great news from the supermarkets this week. Tesco, usually a very reliable performer, had a very disappointing trading update. Tesco said that sales of their non-food goods are more disappointing than than they have been expecting. Non-food is a big area for Tesco. They can't squeeze much more out of the food sector, so they're selling more computers, DVDs, 
garden equipment, that kind of thing. But it seems that the rising interest rates have had an impact on the customers and non-food sales are lower than they had expected. Are we seeing this elsewhere in the sector? Yes, Sainsbury's also had a disappointing trading statement this week. They said that first quarter sales growth was 5.1%. Now the city was expecting growth of up to 5.7%, so that was particularly disappointing. The difference between Sainsbury and Tesco is that while Tesco shares fell 5% because of this news, Sainsbury's shares held up very well. That's because an investment vehicle based in Qatar has been building a stake in Sainsbury's, and that could be another possible bid. So if you hold shares in Tesco's or Sainsbury's, uh, what's the recommendation? Probably hold on to them both at the moment for different reasons. Sainsbury's hold on because of the potential bid interest. Tesco hold on because, although this week was slightly disappointing, it's still the country's biggest supermarket by far, and overall it's a reliable performer. And remember, you can get all the latest stock market news at investorschronicle.co.uk. Still to come in the programme, climate change funds. Can you really invest in the weather, or is this just another green gimmick? And why giving up smoking will save you the bother of standing outside the pub in the rain and save you money on your insurance. But first, long-short, or 130-stroke-30 funds, as they're known. With the customary obfuscation that bedevils the financial services industry, these investments have been given ridiculously obscure names. But what they do is plain and simple. They borrow a bit of cash so they can invest 130% of your money in a long position to profit from rising markets, and they invest another 30% in a short position to profit from falling prices. So they're a bit like hedge funds, and they seem to be the latest craze in the fund management industry, with JP Morgan, Threadneedle and Old Mutual all launching them. But what's making them so popular all of a sudden? Dan Thomas went to visit Alex Barry at JP Morgan to find out. So, Alex, the 130-30 funds are getting a lot of attention at the moment. 13030 funds are really just coming into the European funds marketplace. Um, it is a concept which has been up and running in the US for a couple of years and has proven very popular there. And so a number of managers, including JP Morgan, who have had strategy in the US, are bringing them over to Europe. And the reason why we're able to do that is because of the recent change in, in regulations. And um, the change in regulations allows fund managers to short stocks as well as to hold long positions within their portfolios. And what 13030 allows a fund manager to do, it allows him or her to invest in all their good ideas, but it also allows them to actually give conviction to their bad ideas. And I'll give you an example of that. At the moment, in a traditional long-only portfolio, if you don't like a stock, you can only not hold as much as the index um, component of said stock. To give you an example, if a mid-cap stock is, say, 0.2% of the index and we don't like it, we can only go underweight 0.2%. Now, given within a 13030 fund, you can hold 30% of the fund in, in short positions. It allows us to better articulate the stocks we don't like as well as the stocks that we do like. And what it means is fund managers spend a lot of their time looking at stocks and it allows them to have conviction in their bad ideas as well as their good ideas. So basically with a fund manager, you're now getting the whole of their view on the market as opposed to just, just a part of it. And how popular do you think they are? Because they've taken off in quite a big way in the US, haven't they? They have indeed. In the US, there's, uh, my understanding is there's around about 30 billion US dollars, so about 15 billion pounds invested in, in these strategies in the last three years. And in the UK market, certainly, we do anticipate they will be very, very popular. Our initial conversations we've been having with, with our clients are um, in, indicative that there's a huge demand for this type of product. I think with any new product, people will need to see how they perform, how they run before people start investing in them. But I would imagine in a few years' time that there will be a mainstream investment product, 130, 30 funds. 
That was Alex Barry, head of wholesale at JP Morgan. And for more on funds, visit ft.com forward slash money. Coming up, we look at the financial benefits of packing in the fags when the smoking ban begins in England next week. Before that, though, climate change. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yawn, yawn, not another bleeding-heart liberal bemoaning global warming. But what if I told you it was an investment opportunity? See, you're interested now, aren't you? Climate change presents these opportunities because companies are inventing all manner of ways to clean up fossil fuels and find alternative sources of energy. Schroders is one of the first investment houses to launch a dedicated fund to profit from these opportunities. So Richard Anderson spoke to its manager, Simon Weber, to find out more. Simon, could you just briefly explain, please, what the, the main drivers behind the launch of this fund are? Well, we believe climate change is going to be the biggest investment theme for perhaps the next 20 years. And so we're launching a focused fund on companies likely to be affected positively by trends around climate change. We believe the world's serious about tackling it now, and that's very important in driving the investment opportunities. And so really we think there's going to be a huge investment cycle around mitigating climate change, and and that's why we're launching the fund. Very quickly on the name of the fund, climate change, obviously it's it's quite a wide focus and there's a huge scope there for for investment possibilities. Will you be investing in, in fossil fuels or just renewable energies? Potentially we would, yes, but only if the company or the industry itself is benefiting from trends or attempts to mitigate climate change. So, for instance, natural gas, which is twice as clean as coal for producing electricity. And that's probably going to be an important interim step as we try and reduce CO2 emissions. So the natural gas food chain would be an area we'd consider investing in. Moving on to kind of alternative renewable energies, where do you see the opportunities in particular in that field? Um, Certainly we think some of the biggest opportunities are going to be in clean energy production technologies. Solar and wind both have significant potential. Wind is competitive now in terms of cost, but solar has to really bring down its cost. If it can do that by about 50%, then really the potential for solar in some parts of the world is absolutely huge as well. And how do all these these new renewable energies stack up against nuclear, which I know is very unpopular, but a lot of people say is is the only way to go? Well, nuclear has very, very low greenhouse gas emissions, so clearly is a potential partial solution to climate change in terms of reducing our emissions. So for for our fund, which is so totally focused on climate change, um, clearly nuclear is another technology that could be useful. And we're seeing increased investment interest around the world in the US and the UK. So nuclear, you know, is another growing industry again. You mentioned uh, at the beginning a kind of 20-year time frame for a theme for these kind of investments. But uh, is that how people should view this fund as a long-term investment opportunity? Well, I think it's both long-term investment opportunity because of the length of that investment cycle, the length of the investment of funds into these areas. It's not just energy, it's transportation as well, it's environmental resources, water, all kinds of impacts of climate change we need to deal with. But that investment is beginning now, so it's creating interesting opportunities in the short term as well. Could you just end with just a summary of your investment process and uh, and just talk a little bit about the fund in terms of the returns you you expect to to make? Well, we've been through every industry of the economy because we think climate change will affect every sector. And we've gone through and identified which industries and which companies within them we believe will be positively exposed to climate change trends. That's given us a universe of about 600 stocks, both large and small. 
And we then, from that universe, go in and decide really which do we think are the best investment opportunities. We then create a portfolio between 50 and 80 stocks. It's a high-conviction portfolio of best ideas, so it's really bottom-up. That we then expect to outperform over the long term a broad index like the MSCI world. But it's an unconstrained portfolio. We're not worrying about what's in the benchmark. But that's the kind of index that we think will outperform. That was Simon Weber of Schroders. And to find out more about green investing, visit investorschronicle.co.uk. And finally today, how the smoking ban can save you money. And I don't just mean the price of a packet of woodbines. If you give up when the ban comes into effect in England next week, you can also make savings on your insurance policies. Your premiums for life, critical illness and income protection cover could all come down. So Josephine Cumbo of FT Money put in a call to Emma Walker at moneysupermarket.com to find out how much can be saved. So if you could just tell us where smokers can make savings if they give up. Absolutely. Well, by giving up smoking, you'll firstly be able to benefit from lower price premiums for your life cover, also critical illness policies that you may have or may be looking to have, also income protection. And what you might actually find as well is it can have an impact on your private medical insurance premiums as providers now, for example, Prue Health, are starting to give quite hefty discounts for people who are non-smokers. So can you give us some examples of uh, savings to be made? Okay, well, if you take a 35-year-old male who's looking for a £100,000 policy over a 25-year term, if you were to go out and buy a policy today with, for example, Norwich Union, as a smoker, he'd be paying £17.90. If he was decided now to be a non-smoker, he'd actually be paying £10 a month. So the savings there are obviously quite vast. And over the term of the policy, he'd see a significant saving, which would be £2,370. Now, I believe that uh, critical illness policies, the savings are even starker. Absolutely. I mean, in terms of critical illness, critical illness premiums at the moment are, are very competitive, but for a smoker, you will pay considerably higher. For example, with Bupa, the, the same male with the same term assurance policy would be looking at £92.99 per month, which would cost over £27,000 over the term of the policy. And the non-smoker with identical policy, with identical benefits, would be looking at a monthly premium of £48.94. And when you think about that over the term of the policy, that's actually a saving of £13,215, which is a, a considerable saving. Yeah, it's not to be sniffed at. So, so how soon can a policyholder convert to a non-smoking uh, policy after giving up? Well, the official definition of a non-smoker is someone who has not consumed any nicotine products for 12 months, and that includes any nicorettes or any patches or anything that somebody may be using to help them quit up the cigarettes. So it, they do have to be t- nicotine-free for 12 months. What, what about if I'd had just a quick cigarette or a relapse, maybe once or twice? I mean, would I still be? Would I rule myself out from a, a non-smoking rate? But you really do need to be 100% absolutely nicotine-free. Some of the tests that actually do take place to basically ensure that somebody is a non-smoker can detect even the mildest use of, of nicotine. I believe that these tests can actually also detect if you've been around other people so it can detect the difference between passive smoking and whether you actually were the person who consumed that cigarette. So you really do need to make sure that you haven't touched any tobacco or nicotine products for 12 months. So I've been very good. I haven't had a cigarette or even a nicotine <laughs> for 12 months. What do I need to do now to get a cheaper rate? Okay, well the first thing, you've got two options. The first thing is 
don't cancel your policy. Keep your policy in force and carry on paying that. And go back to the insurer that originally uh, you placed the policy with and find out if they are actually happy to convert your premium to a, a non-smoker premium. And, and these days, most insurers are happy to do that. And what will happen is they'll either ask you to go to your GP and do a co- have a coating test, which is a very simple saliva test that can detect whether you have had any nicotine products. Or they might actually say, we're quite happy just to, to go on utmost good faith. We believe what you're saying please sign a declaration of health and we'll we'll convert that policy for you. What I'd also suggest that you do is start to shop around and look at alternative providers as well. Certainly in terms of life cover, we've seen the premiums drop by as much as 40% in the last few years. So this may actually be a very good opportunity to, to make even more savings on the policy you've got in force. So what are the pros and cons then of switching to a new policy as opposed to just converting an existing one? Well, the main pro for actually switching is that you may find you have more, you have a, a bigger financial saving, you have a much more competitive monthly premium and, and therefore make more savings over the term of the policy. And that's the main reason that you would, you would look to switch in. The cons of switching and are, are very important and things you do need to bear in mind. Firstly, if anything has changed in terms of your, your health, maybe your, your weight has changed, or maybe you've moved occupations, you've now got a more riskier occupation. By going to a new insurer, they'll underwrite the policy based on the information about you on that day. So it may actually be that the terms are slightly different and exclusion is applied to that policy or you lose benefits. So it's very important that when you do go to a new insurer and you do start to look at what they can offer you, you do ensure you are comparing like for like. So you don't want you could end up worse off basically. So you've got to be careful. You've got to be very ship too quickly. Yes, you have. And what's very important is that you do make sure that you never cancel any policy you have in force until you have confirmation that your new policy actually is in force. Emma Walker there. To find the best insurance quotes, visit ft.com forward slash money. And that's all for this week's FT Money Show. Remember that you can email your views and your questions to ask.ftyourmoney at ft.com. And we'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me, from the FT Money Show team, and from our podcast producers, Blue Barracuda. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.